I see people being like, we live in a world where people are just reading and learning. I'm like, where, dude? (laughs) Where is this? Because I talk to a lot of people, the not-so-smart ones, it's never because they're reading too much. I don't know one damn person that if you get to the bottom of why they're at zero and not a million, you know what? It's those 40 hours a week I've been reading (laughs) for the last two years. Bullshit. other thing and i'll throw this out because i always talk about this if you know my brand books so here's the thing about books because some people go oh well then you get book smart but you don't do it and it doesn't blah 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 blah. people are stupid about this subject let me tell you the truth every single day you should read and every single day you should act upon what you learn and so it's not why do people think it has to be one or the other so I read, you know, right now this, and I've, I have many different habits. Right now I read right when I wake up before I do anything. So I spent about one, this morning I finished a book called uh, Personality by Daniel Nettle. And I actually read another book. I, I was kind of finishing, finished the last half of two books. So two different books and one, and I, I read Dan, um, Dunbar, Robin Dunbar, his book on love. It's basically what's the science of why humans fall in love. So learned stuff, because one of the big things in going from zero to a million dollars is you have to be good at reading people, okay? So the best way to learn to read people, learn theoretical, and then go try to apply it that same day. So what I was learning today, what Daniel Nettle's big thing is the five main components of humans' personality that you have to learn to read, it, you have to learn, um, it's ba- he bases this book around something called the big five, which I like Hexaco, which is actually six, but he does big five. So you learn to read people's neuroticism. It's the number one thing you got to learn to read. So like when you hire people, James, um, you need to know their neuro- Because too low of neuroticism, and they're like a hippie, they, they're like the one that frustrates you because they never double-check their work. Mm. Okay, they're never worried. But neuroticism in general, you want to be low because neuroticism is... Re- is overreaction to small things. We've all been around a neurotic person. So the next one is conscientiousness, and this was the issue that you had. So I'm taking theoretical and I'm putting practical. Well, scientists have found if somebody's not conscientious, then guess what? They will make a lot of mistakes around you. You'll give them a job. They won't be proactive. They're not hard workers. They're not perfectionists. They're not organized. Some of you listening to this right now, have very low conscientiousness. By the way, if you always ask me, I get one of the most common questions, how do you overcome procrastination? You're actually a low conscientiousness person. Conscientious people don't procrastinate. They can make internal goals and follow them. So if you're somebody who makes goals and then breaks them within a week or two, without a doubt, you have low conscientiousness. But that's only one of five factors. Mm-hmm. Then you have extroversion. So extroverted people are, there's different way, most people don't know what they're talking about. Extroversion, if you've done a like a Myers-Briggs test, you might say you're an extrovert or introvert. It's not whether you're shy. Shyness has very little to do with extroversion. Extroversion is your response to novel new things. So if somebody is an extrovert, if you're watching, you like to go to parties because there'll be new people there to meet. Whereas introverts 
are not motivated by new things every day. An introvert can be happy at home reading the same book they've been reading all week. In fact, they get new, they get pleasure from not something new. So sometimes introverts are confusing because you can actually be a shy extrovert. You know that? I mean, a shy, yeah, shy extrovert is possible. In fact, Kate is probably a shy extrovert. Like she comes off, I always thought Kate was an introvert, but. Uh, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> well, most, most amateur people would say you're an introvert, but Kate is like an undercover secret extrovert who's like, ah, let's do <laughs> new stuff. And so, so anyway, what I'm talking about now in the steps, the mindset, it has to be a mindset that you want to learn theoretical things and you want to do action because about 80% of the advice you're going to get out there about how to go from a zero to a million dollars will be like, forget the theoretical, just go do stuff. But think about how you build an airplane. Do you want a person who goes, you know what? Forget all this engineering architecture stuff. Forget all that. I just go out and I just take a, a wrench and a bolt gun and some welding equipment and I just piece together an airplane. That airplane's going to crash. So you need theoretical. You need people or you need to be somebody who sits in an engineering you know, room on a computer creating the exact measurements of the airplane, the theoretical, on paper. And then you got to go out and also build the airplane. So it's a two-step process. So to go from zero to a million, I find that some people have no theoretical. They're literally building an airplane, a 747, from their, out of their ass by intuition, and they're like, just work harder. If it doesn't fly, just work harder. And I'm like, dude, you just crash faster. You know your, your Lamborghini commercial where you go, and everyone mimics you and they go, knowledge, yeah. right? knowledge. In actual fact, what would have been better than knowledge would have been applied knowledge. Right. Because knowledge isn't power, it's applied knowledge. It's yes. what you do with that. Because people always say, oh, yeah, look, I read, I read books all the time. That's great. Well, that's terrific. But what did you do with the information that you learned from that book? But you know what? I'm going to do a, something to challenge those people. Because I get people going, oh, the problem in the world is people just read books all the time, but they don't do it. What world are you in that people read smart books every day? My ass. The truth is people buy books, put it next to their bed and never read them. Yeah. And then they go, oh, yeah, I've been reading up uh, about <laughs> investing. Like, what? no bullshit. I'll ask you three questions. You don't know jack shit about anything. It's not true. Wealthy people know theory and they know applied. I promise you. You know, if you go to your medical doctor, and you need help, you don't think he knows the theory of the anatomy of the human body? You think you go, uh, my spleen, you think he'll be like, spleen, what is a spleen? I don't know what a, dude, they memorized spleen in the second year of business school. They got book smart, and this then, is- what? You said business school. Uh, medical school, thank you. Yeah, but, but you don't want a doctor that has no book knowledge. He goes, you know what I do? I just get in there. I just cut you open, get in that heart cavity, and I just every every heart's a new it's a mystery to me. <laughs> sure. And I just she'll be right, mate. Yeah. Let's cut you open she, and have a look. No worries. I'll figure right, it mate. out when I'm in there. No, hell no. But you also don't want a doctor who's never done an operation. Right. So but I was just gonna say, next time people 
bring up this phantom problem in the world because it is a damn phantom. I, I see people being like, we live in a world where people are just reading and learning. I'm like, where? Where, dude? <laughs> where is this? Because I talk to a lot of people. I don't, and some smart and some not smart, but the smart ones, I mean, the not so smart ones, it's never because they're reading too much. I don't know one damn person that if you get to the bottom of why they're at zero and not a million, you know what? It's those 40 hours a week I've been reading <laughs> for the last two years. Bullshit. So if you're interested in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and want to learn how to make money with Bitcoin, I'm opening up a brand new Bitcoin crypto academy for you. Crypto is starting to fundamentally change everything from currencies to the very structure behind the internet. And if you don't understand it, you will be left behind. Remember, if you had put $100 into Bitcoin in 2010, you would have over $100 million right now. I don't want you to miss out on the coming opportunities offered by Bitcoin in the cryptocurrency space. So I brought in the best experts in the game, the people that are teaching me and training me. And I'm going to share that with you because it's not too late to understand Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and the blockchain and to make money with it. So to sign up for my new Bitcoin Crypto Academy and learn how to invest, how to make money in this new exciting space, I'm gonna open up room for a few of you to have early access to the new online mentor mastermind. So go to tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast to learn more. So I'm testing the mastermind. So I'm just gonna let a few of you in at a low price and uh, it's already filling up quickly. So if you want to get in, I'll let a few of you in. So go to tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast, all one word, tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast. If the course is closed, when you get to the page, put in your name in the waiting list. You missed out on the first round. Uh, and if you see it, welcome to the group. I'm glad you didn't procrastinate. Okay, back to the show. Bill Gates says if he had a choice between people, he'll always choose the lazy man to do a job because he says he'll know he will do it quicker. Yeah. Because when you're lazy, you're like, just for example, let's say you need, you're going to add on to your house. So you got to build a foundation for a, a guest house in your backyard. So would you want some dude who comes to you and he's just like, you know what? I'm so good with a shovel. You give me the next 19 days and I will dig a hole, man. I am a hard worker. You don't want that guy. You want the dude who's like your next door neighbor. I had one of these in North Carolina, um, Bradley Thede. He was my neighbor when I moved to North Carolina. And we wanted to build a basketball court in the woods behind my house because I was really into basketball. And um, I remember we were like, should we chop down trees and do da 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 and then Bradley Thede, he had this country accent. I remember, I remember as the first people I ever met that I realized actually thought WWE wrestling was real. Like I was over at their house and I was like, oh, you, this is so fake. And they, a whole family turned to me like, what? <laughs> I was like the first person that ever said that to them. But anyway, back to, you know, I need this, this basketball court. His, he just goes, he used to talk like this, hi, Ty. That's exactly how he sounded. He'd go, hey, Ty, my dad will just bring the bobcat over. And his dad just drove over with the bobcat. <laughs> I'll never forget, little little tractor bobcat. Knocked, pushed the trees down, <laughs> skid. He did it in like two hours. And I had this dirt backyard. Hi, Ty. Hi, Ty. Efficiency. <laughs> Efficiency. So in the mindset, remember I said you got to reprogram the mindset. 
one of the mindset things that you have to reprogram is the fixation uh, uh, with not using tools. And mark my words, what separates people on the path to zero to a million are the people who use better tools. If you have a knife, I don't care if you can bench press 500 pounds. If I got a gun and we're 20 feet apart, you're going to die. It's like that scene in Indiana Jones, uh, Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark, where, where Indiana Jones is up against the guy with the sword and he's doing the fancy sword tricks and then Indiana Jones just pulls out his gun and shoots just him. Shoots him. Not unless him. you have bad aim. No, trust me. <laughs> if you have bad aim. I don't aim. have bad aim. And at 50 yards, you're going to die if you're running at me and I got a fully loaded weapon. What's, so, the, what's the phrase? I think it was, um, was it Franklin who talked about the man sharpening the axe? Like he's yes. got two guys like... One, and their goal is to cut down a tree. It's like spend one hour or 23 hours sharpening the axe yes. and an hour chopping yes. it down rather than the other guy who's going to just start chopping right away. That's a perfect analogy. So spend hours every day sharpening your brain Yes, and then go out and you'll execute very quickly because or else what's going to happen, mark my words, is you're going to get good at the wrong thing. I, I must admit that I wasted a lot of time thinking that doing lots of action was the best course. And so I would, because I was feeling productive, because I was doing lots of things, I was like, okay, I'm accomplishing a lot. Right. But then when I actually sat back and looked at it, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to actually now do thinking time. I'm just going to yep. just think, just yeah. shut off all distractions and just think, how should I spend my day? Like, what should I do? What actually makes money what is the how should i prioritize my day i found that um my business increased exponentially from doing that yeah so rather than just like action 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 moving 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 it was like right think sharpen the axe what is the action i should take yeah and a lot of times it was like three times less action that i ordinarily yeah. would have taken but it was th- at least three times more powerful action right you sharpen the axe yeah yeah, well, these guys like Warren Buffett, they read eight hours a day. These dudes reading eight hours a day. Yeah. You know how much money? Now, next time someone tells you they got a better plan than Warren Buffett, just remember, Warren Buffett's business makes $200 billion a year. Let me repeat that. Can you <laughs> combine? He owns about 75 companies. Some he owns completely and some he owns partial ownership. But his combined holdings, gross revenue per year, it's not 200 million because that's still a lot. Even 20 million is a lot, or 200 million, or 2 billion. His is 200 billion dollars. And he reads from like 9 a.m. until 5 all p.m. all day. And yeah. his business partner, Charlie Munger, reads. Charlie Munger says, I'm a book. I'm a, my, my family calls me a book with two legs. So I'm always sitting there reading. Now, if you don't like to read, you can do podcasts, you can do mm. audio books. But when people say they don't like to read, I'm like, why do you not like to read? Well, Ty, I don't like to read because I get bored. Well, the whole point is that reading teaches you to focus. Mm. So, yeah, you can't just skip that by doing, by doing audiobooks. You know, people go, uh, somebody said, I don't believe you, Ty. Mm, you can look up publicly traded company Warren Buffett and see that's $200 billion. So... You don't have to believe me. It's a publicly traded company. Well, just a side note on Warren Buffett. He said uh, two years ago at the Berkshire Hathaway annual shareholders meeting, which we mm-hmm. went to in Omaha, Nebraska, he said 
that there would be more millionaires made in the next three years than there have been already in history. In history, yeah. And we're already two years in, two yeah. years into that. So there has never been a better time. Like I said, to what, make what Warren dollars. Buffett was saying is, it's easy to. If it was hard, it's for sure, in my opinion, harder to stay in shape for ten years than it is to make money for ten years. It is. I would I would agree with that. Yeah, staying in shape because food's all around you. It's I mean, trickier. I'm sitting here. I'm in fairly good shape, but Kate brought out some cookies here, <laughs> and I'm, I'm I'm arms distance well, from it, and cookies. I'm I'm fighting an inner war with myself right <laughs> Kate, now. James going, has should been I eat the cookie this whole time? I'm gonna, <laughs> James, uh, <laughs> <for> you, James. <laughs> closer. Kate, why did Take you bring away. such junky food? It's yeah. gluten free. 